What a week it has been. I think one of the biggest week in Xbox history for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the week one of the biggest weeks of the X1 Bros for sure. This week has been crazy. Welcome everybody. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. This is podcast number 330. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First, we've got Mr. McSpicy here. How's it going? Second, it's Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. Welcome everybody. Again, this is podcast number 200 or 330. Man, 330. 330. That is a That's lot. A big number. Uh, before we get started, I do just want to get a couple things out of the way. Uh, Gamer Club... This month's games for Gamer Club is Crusader Kings 3 and Wasteland 3. Uh, join us over on Discord. We have a Gamer Club channel there. It is amazing. YouTube.com or not YouTube.com. YouTube.com. Uh, just join <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah. X1Bros.com forward slash Discord. We'll get you there. Or uh, Discord.gg forward slash X1Bros. We'll get you there as well. Come join us. I'm loving Crusader Kings. It's blowing my mind. I've dove in. It's not a, it's not a pick up and play game. It's a... Watch lots of videos, do lots of research, then play a game. I wish I had time in my life for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This has got to be like a weekend of nothing to do to really get into it. And then once you do, it's a perfect work game. That's how I've mostly been playing. Oh, really? It's a fantastic work game because you can you can pause it, play it, play until a decision comes up, make a decision, pause it, play it. Like, it's really good. Really, really good. Nice. Anyways, okay. uh, we also do have a golf club society for those of you that want to join our golf club society. We are on season two right now. And... It is amazing. Uh, our winner of season one was the one and only Loyal Doyle. Well done. Right. He came in at the end with oh, the nice. finals. Yes. In the finals, he came through, pulled in first, that put him over the top. Uh, so well done. I do also want to shout out the super chat right now. Jordan Goins, thank you very much for that super chat. Yes. Appreciate it. Uh, and last but not least, we have a big announcement. We have our first member-only bonus couch cast this week. Very excited for uh, this is for our members. It's going to be members only. If you're a member over on the YouTube channel, we are going to do a couch cast this week. We haven't yet announced the game. We're deciding on the game. All we know is it's going to be fun. So we fun fact for those of you that have been in the community since the beginning. We used to do couch casts all the time. We're bringing them back. Mm. Um, so stay tuned. That's going to be Thursday at approximately 8 p.m. Pacific time. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do a couple hours member-only community stream, uh, or not community stream, Couchcast stream. It's going to be a grand time, a grand old time. So stay tuned. Look forward to that, everybody. And let's jump into the news. Oh, uh, already? Like uh, I got to oh, do sorry. the well, well, All right. Well, All I guess right. it's... I'm yeah, going to just get that button. Yeah, we're, we're merging it today. So we're just going to jump in. It's basically news. We're, we're not going to have a dedicated news segment today because basically everything we're going to talk about is the news. There's only mm -hmm. one thing. That well, eclipses now because I pressed the yeah, button. Yeah, well done. That eclipses all other news, mm -hmm. and that is Microsoft purchasing Bethesda. Zenimax. Well, Zenimax uh, online, i.e. Bethesda Studios yeah. and all the studios underneath them, for $7 billion. 7.5. That's sorry. 500 million That's right. I round down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's, I, that's why. So I used to have a job where basically I was working with accountants all the time and I like don't understand like I'm not detailed like I'm like oh well what, who cares if you're off half a million what does that matter <laughs> it was but, half a billion yeah, yeah at that point it does matter yeah. uh Bethesda whoo is now a part of Xbox this is huge news massive news for the Xbox massive news for Xbox fans for Microsoft yeah. spicy I want to get first impressions where were you when you heard the news I was asleep <laughs> he was asleep my wife came and woke me up and told me the news that is a dedicated wife and uh, she could care less about video games <laughs> so that should show you how big of a how deal that big is. of a deal it was no what are your thoughts impressions what does this do for Xbox for you 
Go. Okay. Well, I think it's a power move for sure. Oh, I think it's, it's I think, yeah. I think Xbox has been, uh, well, uh, the day they do this is the day before they launch pre-order. their... They did yeah. keep in mind it was the day before. The absolutely. day before they pre- you pre-order the new consoles, they throw this at yeah. the world. Um, it made me think that so Sony obviously is a big player in this in this console game too. Right? Absolutely. Um, and they're doing a traditional, you know, they're doing the traditional console release. They're doing traditional exclusives. They're, they're very traditional on how console, uh, well, as far as gaming has been done in the past, they're keeping with tradition and doing it that way. And nothing wrong with that. That's what brought you to the dance. Yeah. Uh, They, they do a great job. I'm, I'm a Sony fan as well. I like, I like my PlayStation and I like the games that, that are on that. I usually just play the exclusives on it and play like the multiplayer games on the Xbox because that's where my friends are. But. It made me think that uh, kind of an analogy that Sony is playing checkers. You know, all the pieces are the same to them. And sure. Microsoft is playing chess and they're pulling pieces out everywhere that uh, not weren't originally part of their traditional game set. Sure. Right. So, for example, um, they're doing like Game Pass and things like that. They're doing a subscription service there. They b- went both sides of the market. They went. Most powerful console and cheapest console. Yeah, they which, did with the Series S. Which, mm-hmm. uh, so they're going both sides, whereas, um, you know, Sony, of course, is doing the moderately powerful console without a disk drive. And I would say not moderately. They're, you know, it's it's extremely powerful as well. It's just not the most powerful, right? So um, speaking of which, I want to go on a quick tangent because I always do that when I'm speaking because I always think of stuff. Uh it made me uh, with, with these pre-orders, which we can talk about how crazy things got with trying to pre-order mm-hmm. both your PlayStation and your Xbox. I found it fascinating that the the discless version of the PlayStation was the one that sold out first. And you remember I was talking about like my conspiracy theory last Correct. week. Correct. We actually have a comment about your conspiracy theory. Okay, so that was sold out first, and then people were like, "Oh, okay, I'll get you now know I'll the hundred dollar more one." Yeah. What's interesting about the Xbox is it was, it was the opposite. Yeah. Everyone went for the $500 one, and then they're like, oh, shoot, I better get the S as the backup. I mean, that's instead. what we did. That's exactly what we did. So it tells me power is important. It's extremely important for, for buyers, right? And at the same time, they're getting the cheaper model, too. I feel that that's like a next level type of strategy on top of buying Bethesda. Or, sorry, not Bethesda, but... Uh, Cinemax Media. <laughs> sure. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> On top of that, getting those guys and the subscription service, and then even with the, the Xbox store that they just added hardware sales to the Xbox. So now you can buy another Xbox right within your dashboard on the Xbox. You can buy accessories, all the headphones. Yeah, super cool. I feel like Microsoft has is playing a more sophisticated game at this point than other other party members mm. in this in this whole thing. Does that make sense? They're yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. I would maybe say uh, I would maybe say they're just they're pushing gaming into they're pioneering new gaming basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a whole new strategy that's going on and I think they're pushing us forward. Game Pass is that uh is an example of that. Not wanting to change the prices is an example of that. Uh having these 
more iterative advances in generations while everything is backwards compatible within those generations, like a phone, like how phones works. But Phil Spencer's talked about that quite a bit. That's very iterative, but it's also pushing gaming in this new direction. Uh, xCloud, a, a new thing. Yeah. And I think what you're seeing is there's clearly a market in this direction. We have news that Amazon just announced its uh, streaming software uh, that's coming out or is it streaming game yeah, service yeah. very much slimmer to like a game pass Google's there as well so what happens what happens in this space if Amazon comes out and buys take two right let's say they do something like that sure. we're going to see these big moves and I've said it before I'll say it again I'm like a broken record gaming in the next five years is going to look completely different than gaming the last five years yeah we're at this stage that we're, we're seeing a shift this is an inflex point and I think Microsoft buying Bethesda, buying ZeniMax for seven point five billion dollars is is huge. Here's what I think it did for a lot of people. We got a lot of messages in Discord, and Jordan, mm -hmm. I want to get your thoughts on this. Okay, who said I just canceled my PS5 pre-order? I am now all in on the Xbox. Uh -huh. Th this did two things. Number one, it gave it gave us a great library of games in the future, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Number two, it showed everybody how serious Microsoft is about Xbox. They're all in. Whereas whereas prior to this, it's like, well, they're they're trying this this Game Pass thing. They're trying this uh subscription service thing. Are they gonna stick with it? I don't know, or is this just something no, they're all in. It's clear. And the the CEO of of X of Microsoft and Phil Spencer uh have both reiterated that they're not done looking, basically. That more purchases can be yeah. like this. Uh some journalists have said this week I saw in articles like well, of course they said that. I don't know that they're going to go buy another big studio because look, they just spent seven billion dollars on uh, Bethesda on on Zenimax. But how many months do you think it takes to close that deal? Months, right? This has been in the work for months. Three weeks ago, we learned that they were going after, and it's not a secret, going after WB Games. That's a huge get. That's a big one. While yeah. already signing this, I think within the next year, yeah. and I said this in a video that we we made this week on on our YouTube YouTube.com forward slash X One Bros. But I said. I think in the next year, we're going to see just as big of a get from Microsoft as Bethesda. They're all in. And when you're all in on this, it's content. It's content. It's Netflix. You've got to have they they just doubled their studios to 21 yeah. studios yeah. overnight. And and not just 21 studios, 21 world class studios that will operate pretty independent. Phil Spencer says to continue making the type of games that they're, they're making. Jordan. Yeah, give me your thoughts. Uh, but I think what it did is show how serious Microsoft is about Xbox. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I mean, just the just look at the caliber of games you're getting with just with just Bethesda, right? You got Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Yeah, and then you have other games like Wolfenstein, Dishonored. Then you got uh, I didn't know who Round or who Alpha Dog was. That's apparently one of the studios they acquired. They're a mobile developer, yeah. so now you got the mobile market. But uh, no, I think it's a huge. I think it's a huge move. Doom, and what Starfield, the Evil Within, Prey. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And Wolfenstein. What's, Wolfenstein. Yep. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. The only, the only one I'm gonna kind of divert here for a second. The only one I'm I don't know about is Rage Two, because I don't know who owns the rights to that. Bethesda published it, and then it's Avalanche Studios and ID worked on it together. Uh, I believe I don't know who is the actual I, owner. I assumed it was of those. I, believe, I assumed it was id software. And when you go on like Bethesda's website, I mean, rage is there in. Well, prominence. yeah, because they publish. it. Yeah. So I think that that's I think that's their IP because because Avalanche is the studio that does like just cause and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so but I, I, don't, I don't know who really. And it's if you notice, that's the one that's kind of left out of like the big ones when you see all the posters yeah, and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I, it's don't interesting. I don't know. I don't know who owns it. 
yeah, the rights to it. But anyway, I think it's a huge deal. Yeah, we are already getting games. I mean, I think October one, Doom is on Game Pass. That's mm-hmm. the big. All of these games are going to be on Game Pass because yep, they're all first party. That's now. the big sell. So let's address this question. We had it before. I think someone came in to troll us because they had PS five next to their name, uh, <laughs> which is funny because we're not. We do an Xbox show. But tr- if you have any, if you've ever listened, well, it was to us a before, genuine question. I actually don't think you trolling us. But I just the people that troll us, we all own Playstations. We we have you know our our PCs are gaming PCs. We love video games, so we're trying to not to be the, the you know start the wars that we are. No, we're not starting wars, but you get what I'm saying. I, I don't like fanboyism, so I just find it funny that people kind of kind of troll me. Yeah, a yeah. Little bit. no, I think it was a legitimate question, but sure. I have seen this question come up uh, quite a bit, and that is this idea that Bethesda games will not be exclusive to Xbox. I vehemently disagree with that. Should I? I. I I don't, should I give my opinion first, or do you guys want to talk about uh, David? You yeah. were so adamant about it before yeah. the show when when you know you were talking. I think you should. Go I for will it. give my opinion. I don't think that there is truth to that, and I think what a lot of people like on the interwebs and and even some journalists actually, which has surprised me, uh, are hanging on to this comment that Todd Howard said in the blog post uh, of announcing the deal with Microsoft and and becoming a part of the Microsoft Studios is. That we just agree with their mission statement of being everywhere. You choose where to play, when you want to play, how you want to play, right? Well, that's what xCloud is, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. When Xbox says that, they're not going to publish all their games on PlayStation. Like, that's not what they're doing, are they? No, they're publishing them to xCloud. You can go xCloud, you can go PC, so that you can play them on any of your devices that you choose. Minus, But they're not going to do that on PlayStation. So that's what, that's what they're referring to. Second of all, the big get here... What what is the selling point for PlayStations? PlayStation has God of War. Mm-hmm. PlayStation has Spider Man. PlayStation has uh, Last of Us. All, yeah, all Naughty these, Dog. Yeah. All these next level first party games that are exclusive to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. What is the criticism against Xbox that they don't have? They they haven't been producing these. You're not paying seven point five billion dollars to Bethesda, and Ryan McCaffrey made this point over at IGN, uh, and I agree with it one hundred percent. To let your games be published on other services all you get is a 30 percent publishing in intake if, if you let it publish on playstation yeah. no microsoft's whole strategy and its strategy from the beginning of this generation or the beginning of the announcement of this generation is game pass getting people in the ecosystem that's why you go out and get this publisher that's why you have 21 independent or microsoft studios now working for you game studios so that you can have that content exclusive to your ecosystem to give people a reason to buy into that ecosystem uh now current obviously current games so your current doom your current wolfenstein all those games that are out and released dishonored everything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. is obviously going to be everywhere they're not just going to take that back that doesn't make sense that would be funny (laughs) they just like you just lose your purchase yeah that's that's (laughs) just says not that's not gonna be there but (laughs) that would uh, would be mean how big (laughs) is the next elder scrolls which were a few years out Elder Scrolls exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, that's yeah. giant. That would be massive. Yeah, Starfield, which which is a new IP that we don't know anything about. I believe Starfield is going to be the first exclusive game from from these Bethesda studios. Well, what's interesting is a lot of and oh, that's a spa- sorry that's a space RPG that a lot of people are excited excited for because it's a space RPG. That I believe is going to be the first exclusive game. How huge is that for Game Pass? That's why mm-hmm. you go and get this. That's what makes it such a big deal. You are now. 
This is in 2013 where Microsoft bundled the announcement and they weren't serious about it. This is 2020. They're serious. They're all in. Yeah. And I think to be all in, you have to make it exclusive. So I don't I don't give that any credence. I don't think that there's going to be games. Uh, I mean, uh, Death Deathloop. That's the game that obviously is going to still be on multiple platforms because there was already an agreement signed before this deal. But everything else uh-huh. going forward is going to be exclusive but to Xbox. That, that being said, I mean, sorry, Jordan. Oh, uh, that being said, so uh, what what was the original thing? Todd Howard. There, everybody's holding on to that Todd Howard interview, right? Yeah, just that, that. And then uh, I mean, a couple of people were in chat. We're talking about uh, like uh, you know Starfield being on Sony's stage or something like that. Oh, yeah, I don't that, think I don't think that's going to happen. No, Starfield. First of all, Starfield is going to be the first game that no, is. No, Specifically for the Xbox. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think it's going to be on no. their stage, right? Um, not to mention, I don't think Bethesda. I mean, they may have been on Sony stage, but traditionally they're over on Microsoft stage anyway, right? I mean, but uh, what's interesting is people are saying, you know, Bethesda doesn't do exclusive games, blah blah blah. Um, Phil Spencer came up because people were talking about Tokyo uh, Ghostwire, Ghostwire, and um, Deathloop, and Deathloop. Correct. Now Phil Spencer came out and said he says that Xbox plans to honor the agreement yeah. of those exclusivities, which I yeah. believe they're both timed exclusives. So they'll be on PlayStation for the timed, and then yeah. they'll come over to Xbox. Now the wording: Xbox plans to honor. I don't think they had to. Yeah, they don't. Ha- yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't think they had to. And I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings when I say this. But it doesn't matter what Todd Howard and Bethesda have said. I don't think it's. Up they don't to have them. a choice. It's not up to them anymore, right? I like Todd Howard. I think he's a good guy. And I oh, do he's think, a rock star. I, I, I do, love Todd. I Howard. do think he means what he says, and you know, I, I think he's just excited to make games. That's why people like him. But again, this I there Microsoft owns them now. I mean, it's it's micro. It, ultimately, yeah. it's Microsoft's well, decision. Todd, what Todd now, Howard said wasn't wasn't anything. I think people are just no. And I agree with you. I I think it's more so uh, X Cloud stuff oh, like absolutely. that. Uh, Xbox PC, right now. What's really interesting is so other than Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. Uh, which they did say that they were going to honor those those uh, exclusive deals that they had, which, like I said, I don't think they had to because of yeah. how that's worded, right? And then those will come to the Xbox. We're talking about all future games, right? So the new new Dooms, right? New Elder Scrolls. And everybody's talking about Starfield, how it does not necessarily have to go to PS5 anymore. No, it doesn't. And when Phil Spencer talked about Starfield, he talked about Starfield coming to X- Game Pass, Xbox consoles, and PC, Never mentioned anything about any other console. No, well, of course, of course, he wouldn't anyway. But that's that's it's very interesting. I I it, they also said that um, all all future games from Zenimac Media, all their underlings, right, Bethesda and all the other ones, will be coming to Xbox. They also talked about they may on a case by case basis go to other consoles, right? So they may still decide to put some in different places depending on how they choose, but. That, no, that you, that's very fascinating. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they you, that's that's the that's reason power. you get this is for that exclusive power to sell your ecosystem. Spicy, would you like to weigh in on this? What are what are your thoughts on this this matter? Uh as far as what what Exclusiv- aspect? Uh, exclusivity is there anything to people saying, well, they're they're Bethesda's gonna still be everywhere. Well, I mean, I think that all the all the planned IPs that are going out on all consoles from Bethesda are obviously going to be doing that. They have deals. They've they've been having deals for a long time. You can't just build a game overnight, right? So those will all be very um, non-exclusive in that sense because they're supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. After the initial blast of all those IPs that are going out, I agree with David. 
There is no way they're investing $7.5 billion not to leverage this move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a move. Like I said before, I think Microsoft is playing a very sophisticated game of chess here. That Even just the day they announced it, the day before, everyone buys their console. <laughs> Holy cow. Like, and that Microsoft keeps doing stuff. They just keep doing stuff that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over, They've had their pieces in place, and I bet you they're just excited to start moving them around the, the table. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You just so, got, you just got. Now you have twenty one toy studios to play with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just just the talking points alone, because the biggest one I think is Starfield right now, because it's the next big one from Bethesda themselves, right? Everybody's talking about like, because no one really knows right now. Like, is Microsoft going to hold that one, or is it, I mean, just just to have that power of oh yeah of saying yeah, it's going to be here on Xbox. And when I say when we say Microsoft exclusives, it'll I think you'll always have the PC component from this point forward. So it'll be Xbox and PC, right? But uh, and uh, and even I'm going to add even if. On some titles, they decide to go all platforms, right? Yeah. They're still making money yeah, on I know, all right? this. And that's why they specifically said it'll be a case-by-case basis for other for other titles, right? Which, who knows? You know what I mean? So They're obviously going to be levering this to up their brand and mm-hmm. up their sales and all yeah. that stuff. It so would be, to think otherwise would be stupid. It yeah. would be like when Sony... Per, it, and this is the mentality that I don't get. It would be like Sony purchases Naughty Dog, right? Like... like they purchased Naughty Dog, to, to, clearly, to get the exclusives. They got the exclusives. But then Sony says, well, we're actually going to release them to Microsoft. That defeats the whole purpose. Like, why, why would you yeah. Why would you do that? So I just don't. It might be that people are trying to hold on to. I think that's, uh, that's cause exactly you, cause, what Because, I is. mean, let, let's say that, you know, um, let's say for sake of this argument that we only have PlayStations, right? And we love PlayStation. I do. I actually, sure. outside that, I do love my PlayStation. Now, back into this. That it's almost scary that I just lost one of the, you know, I, I lost Elder Scrolls, maybe, right? Well, or I lost... Yeah, I'll give you a prime example. Uh, the My friend that I work with only has a PlayStation, was really sad. He's like, I'm really annoyed. Now I have to get an Xbox. And I was like, well, hold on. You have a gaming PC, right? Yep. Well, you can just pay $14.99 and get the Game Pass, and you'll have access to that. And he was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the point yeah. right there. Like, that is exactly what they're trying to do. But I think you're right, Spicy. I think it's a lot of people on the internet that are disappointed or... I mean, it's good news. It's just it's, good news. And, it's, and, it's that's epic, uh, epic yeah. If I was shift. If, if I was a PlayStation, just solely on PlayStation, I would try not to think about that big shift, and I would try to think about well, now I can play it on my my PC. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I mean, for yeah. and you can have ultimate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And play yeah. these on there. Well, what's really funny is uh, so what was it? Early, last week, Sony came out with their big thing, right? And we we saw that uh, f- the new Final Fantasy is what we think because it's very unclear right now is a timed exclusive to Sony. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh man, like what's Xbox gonna do? Yeah, right? Xbox like, wasn't like, worried. Oh, they're, they're, like, they're, 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 they're all sitting there like, <laughs> just, just, you know? just wait. And then and then a couple days later, they announced Bethesda, and I was like, oh, that that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. There it is. What do you do? Uh, we put up a poll over on our YouTube community tab. We had a huge response. We asked the question, uh, with Xbox purchasing ZeniMax online, does this give Xbox an advantage at launch? 71% said yes, 13% said no, and 16% holy shat Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 71% of people, though, does this give Xbox an advantage at launch? Spicy. Do you agree with that? Seventy-one percent. Do you think this gives them an advantage at launch here? I mean, look at look at when they announced this. When the pre-orders went up for the console, 
it absolutely gives them an advantage. Oh, Even yeah. just your friend when he was like, oh, now I have to buy an Xbox. That's <laughs> oh, the mentality of a lot of potential customers, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it absolutely gives them uh, a good edge. Yeah, for I sure. Agree. What a night and day. Mm-hmm. Remember how pissed we were at some of the announcements with Halo and stuff? Well, not us, but like the world was about yeah. a month ago. It's all gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, because well, now, now they're, it went from being haha to haha. Oh, oh man. So holy shit. <laughs> holy. Shit. No, I really think they're playing a they're playing a next level game of strategy. Uh, Their pieces are all over the map. I think, uh, so the CEO of Microsoft said they view, the the future is in interactive software entertainment. He said Mm -hmm. that, and Mm -hmm. they see it, and if something comes up that we think can enhance that in our portfolio, in our business, we're going to do it. They have over $130 billion cash on hand, estimated up to $160 billion cash on hand. They're the most. Apple's in second place with like eighty billion cash on hand. And, it's not even close. And they got to spend it before the end of the year before, yeah. before taxes will get them. Yeah, you know, so we they, don't spend this this year. We lose it. Yeah, they so, have that yeah. cash on hand, and they've announced that they're gonna. Uh, if if something comes up, I think again we're gonna see another big announcement like this within the next year, within the next twelve months. Yeah, and I, it's gonna be very interesting. And we're so, actually we're actually gonna talk about that. But oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say this is actually a really interesting question. Uh, does Xbox get get the does this give Xbox the advantage at launch launch I'll be honest with you I don't think it gives them an advantage at launch I think it gives them an advantage but I don't think it gives them an advantage at launch I think there's two different uh, gameplay styles right now I think I think Microsoft is playing the long game and I think Sony's playing the short game I think Sony has a launch advantage because they do have a really good exclusive window you know what I mean their launch titles look good they have a really good launch (laughs) window with you know Ratchet and Clank um what was that? Miles Morales. <laughs> Miles Morales, <laughs> right? You know. Yeah. So they've got a really good launch window, but I think this, I think it gives Xbox the advantage in the long term. I, I really think the two giants are playing different. I think Sony pl- is playing the short game, the traditional game, if you well, will. Well, it's called the traditional game because I don't know that it's the short game, but. Well, they're focused on launch, right? Sure, they're focused. Sure. I think Microsoft is focused on the long well, game. You know what even, I mean? Like, even, like next year this time, what will they have? You even know what I mean? with uh, the interviews that came out recently with Phil Spencer you know having mm-hmm. press releases in japan specifically oh, yeah. oh well oh, even yeah. just at the tokyo game show it, yeah. it, that's exactly what i'm saying like and he's he's talking to specifically them it's they're going into sony's home field advantage yeah. now like oh, they're yeah. they're pushing microsoft is playing a lot of pieces on the table they they're are pushing they hard. are uh Let's get to some questions about this. Let's yeah, do dark. That night. sounded like a question itself. Well, because I'm deciding what to do next. Actually, what, so let's, let's 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 we'll get to the questions after this. Let's talk about this next topic on regarding this. Okay. What studio? Let's go through what studios we think could be potential purchases for Xbox in the coming year. Uh, I have no idea now. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory here. I'd like to let me break down. Uh, Jordan Goins, who's a member uh, on our YouTube channel, left an excellent comment on one of our videos this week where he went over uh, and looked at the valuations of each of the big companies and each of the big publishers. Uh, and so I'm not going to I'm just going to use his prices here. Uh, you can go double check him. Go double check me. I double check them. It, it seems accurate here. Uh, just remember. Microsoft can afford any studio at this point. Nintendo, so think think of this: 130 to 160 billion dollars cash on hand. Nintendo's valuation is 66 million or 66 billion. 
they could buy Nintendo, right? Like, I mean, that's the that's that's with kind cash of, on hand, with cash on hand, that's with the cash, kind of power, this is cash with the cashier's check. Yeah, they find this in their couch in the lobby. Yeah. So that, just put that in perspective. So I, what do you want me to check it? And make again, it out again. I'm going to. I'm. I think we're going to see. I mean, and they, and we know they already knew Bethesda was coming. They were inc- they were signing that deal while simultaneously going after WB Games, which is not a small purchase. Which, by the way, still may be which, in the works. Which AT and T, yeah, AT and T said is no longer for sale. But who knows? Maybe. It's no longer for sale because Microsoft purchased them already, right? Like, yeah. uh, the big rumor right up front is Sega. Sega's worth three billion dollars right now. I, I, I. That might be true. Right now, it's a rumor. The reason that it's a rumor is because Sega, what Sega did, Sega of America, I believe. No, it was Sega of Japan. They they tweeted out a tweet of a box sitting on a desk and a girl, and she has her head down and she's doing the X sign in front of the box, and a lot of people are thinking that that means. Xbox, Sega, like there's, you know, some uh-huh. hidden Easter eggs there. Uh, that makes sense. What if else could that mean? That may, well, that maybe they've signed oh. a, they, They've got a deal with Game Pass or something like that. If they buy Sega, one, Sega has a crap ton of games. You don't Sonic. Even, you don't even know how many. Football Manager. Sega. Ooh. <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Uh, they do. But the Sega, is a, Sega yeah. is a Japanese developer, mm-hmm. right? You, they're being really aggressive on these Japanese yep. uh, well what was it in 2019 Phil Spencer did say he wanted to Jap- buy a Japanese studio yeah I think so when we look at these studios I think Sega maybe it means that she hates Xbox hates boxes that would be <laughs> uh, I think Sega would be the right I think the strategy go here is what studio gives us the right games that we need and I don't think some studios like I'll give you an instance EA I don't think EA gives you the games that you need to your library I think it gives you good games sports games obviously but those sports games I don't I there's licensing issues there I, I don't think it gives you anything you need so I think EA is out the door and not to mention I feel like their relationship with EA is really good anyway they don't yeah. need to spend any more money no and I don't, don't think I mean? that gives yeah, you no, I, I think, do I, think I, I, I do think Sega makes a lot of sense I do think Sega, it's Japanese. I think that's where they go next. If you mm-hmm. want to break into that Japanese market, I think you've got to go and get Japanese developers yeah. homegrown and, and to compete with Sony on that level. Sony owns that market. Well, what's funny is they actually, with uh, with the purchase of Bethesda, who is it that is doing, uh, let me pull up the thing again. Um, I think Tango Gameworks, they're a Japanese developer. They're the ones that are doing Ghostwire Tokyo, but they're yeah. based in Japan. There you go. So, I mean, they've already got, I mean. Uh, now Spicy's looking up, actually, Sega, all the games to, that Sega I'll, publishes. What are, what are your thoughts? Do you think I'll this makes sense? I'll put this on screen so everyone can see what I'm looking at. Yeah, um, do you think Sega is a uh, publisher that makes sense for them to go get? I, um, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, know, okay, I let me list some IPs that okay. you might have heard of. Bayonetta. Of course. Okay, Yakuza. Yep. Football Manager. No, we've heard Boom. of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Super Monkey Ball, which is actually... A fun game. A, it's a big game mobile-wise, right? Um, Panzer Dragoon. Fantasy Star, Jet Set Radio. Um, these are just the IPs. I mean, that hasn't been released since 2012. Um, but uh, <laughs> Golden Axe. Sega Base Fishing, obviously they're Sega, but those are those are the franchises. We can go into Company of Heroes, uh, Warhammer 40K, Dawn of War, um, yeah, Total that, War, um, Puyo Pro- Puyo. Yeah, yeah. I'm just these are just the there's pers- a lot the more pers- the Persona series. Yeah, Persona. So these are just all IPs that they could potentially Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, those ones are licensed, right? But, so uh, there's yeah. not like. Giant titles there, but I do think that's that's the cor- a correct style purchase for for Microsoft. How about Activision Blizzard? 
Activision Blizzard is $63 billion of valuation there. They can afford it. That's a big chunk of their cash on hand. Again, I don't think that makes sense for them. I think having Call of Duty exclusive to your console would be huge. I think all the Blizzard games make sense in your Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. But I don't think it's giving you necessarily what you need. I think what I think they need Japanese. I really do. No, I think their next big studio. I I agree. I think they need to go with a Japanese studio. Like I mean, you got a lot of heavy hitters in Japan. Well, I think they are pushing that. I mean, Capcom, Konami, Square Enix, Sega, right? So Cap, so Cap, so I don't think Activision. You guys agree with me? Maybe Activision Blizzard. I don't think that's realistic. No, I I don't don't think think so. Uh, Maybe next year. So you've got. We'll get that one for you. You do have Capcom and Konami both right around five billion dollars each. Capcom, those are both Japanese publishers. They have a ton of games. I would say Capcom more than Konami. I, I don't know. I feel like because so Konami has the Metal Gear Solid franchise, right? They they I believe own the rights to it. Ever since uh, I don't know, I just I I, I feel weird playing a, a Metal Gear Solid game without Hideo Kojima. For yeah, sure, at, that, yeah. at the helm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's his baby. I mean, right? if Microsoft, so I mean, invest- Konami has other titles as well. Like I think they have Pro Evolution Soccer and stuff and yeah. stuff like that, right? I think Capcom would make more sense because Capcom uh, isn't Capcom the Resident Evil series. Capcom's Resident yeah, Evil. Capcom's yeah. Resident. I mean, that's a lot of Capcom's, Capcom's a, a big lot one. Of yeah, a lot of big fighting ones. games. Yeah. A lot of anime stuff is Capcom. Um, ready for this? The one that I actually think makes the most sense and is as big as Bethesda get. Yeah, I think. I think. And you can quote me, everybody. Write it down. Within the next year, if I were Microsoft, I go and had one hundred sixty billion. I go Square Enix well, that's, all the way. That's why I, I mean they're you the wanna, staple you, of Japanese. Especially if right? you're in this battle, like we need to win this console uh, competition, <laughs> this console war that we're in here. How do we get? You want to peel away generational PlayStation fans? You get yeah. Square Enix and just the Final Fantasy series alone. Mm-hmm. Right, you make the next one exclusive to your or a timed exclusive. I don't think you do timed. I think you go exclusive. Can you imagine having the Square Enix library all on Game Pass? The problem is with Japanese companies is there's cultural differences. Yeah, it's there. they're they're very it's, homeland. You know yeah, what I mean? It's so a it's, lot. Yeah, it's, they're it's, very nationalistic. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of hurdles to overcome that Sony yeah. just has built-in advantages being. Well, and they're, they are Japanese, Being right? Japanese, they're, they're, right? I mean, they're the whole just, product, right? Yeah. Square Enix, I mean, if you would ask me on Sunday, like, hey, would Square Enix ever sell? I'd probably say no. But I also would have said no about Bethesda, too. And then Monday morning, we get the announcement. So I, I don't know if they could get Square Enix, but after them purchasing Bethesda, and a lot of, I do now think anything is a possible. A lot of people, I know the, the counter to that would be like, no, they're too t- closely tied to PlayStation. And it's like, well... That doesn't uh, they're, matter. They're right? building like, at this point. I think we've seen with Bethesda. I mean, you could have argued Bethesda was building this great relationship with PlayStation with these uh, timed exclusives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, like I mean, that doesn't. Yeah, money talks. Well, you want to know the biggest cultural uh, crossover? You want to like unite cultures? Money, Godzilla, money, <laughs> money. Oh. money. That's that's second. That's my second. Money. I don't know. Godzilla. You could. You're. you're <laughs> they're, they currently they're building relationships with Square Enix, right? Yeah. Like Xbox under Phil Spencer. I feel like maybe the original Xbox uh, you could throw in this category too. But I feel like under Phil Spencer has really pushed hard in the Japanese market, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the original Xbox tried to. I don't really think Xbox 360 tried all that hard. Uh, but the Xbox under Phil Spencer, I think they've really tried hard. We have a lot of the Square Enix games coming 
to Xbox Game Pass, including the Final Fantasies, right? Yeah. They were on, uh, what was it, Exo London? Uh, a fan fest in London, exactly. Exo London, right? Yeah. Uh, they were actually on at the Xbox conference talking about all their new games coming to uh, Game Pass, right? So the relationships are being built. And I mean, if you have a good relationship and you have $160 billion, yeah. I think there's a combination for success right there. <laughs> well, regardless, I do think yeah. the next big studio, Japanese just makes sense. This is the first launch, and Phil Spencer has, has underlined it, that Xbox is launching in Japan the exact same time as the rest of the world. Yeah. That's never happened before. They lowered the price this week. They announced they're lowering like the price bucks or something in like Japan that. Yeah. for Japanese. For the S. I think just the S. For the S. The X's, yeah. I, mean, I think they're being aggressive mm -hmm. and it just makes sense. I think we're going to see a big yeah. Japanese Well, during that there. same speech, which was at the Gamescom thing, he it, that whole speech was basically reaffirming, hey, we are focused on you, the Japanese gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not just a, it's not like a second... You're, thing like you are the focus yeah right you know xbox gamers are the focus. right it was it was actually a really good speech fitzy and chat says well oh, i was inspired yeah fitzy oh, and I'm, chat, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not even japanese, japanese. <laughs> i know you're like wow fitzy and chat says what do you think about microsoft trying to buy a studio that is under sony right now i would love for them to buy insomniac i mean i think that's a possibility i i think though more likely is to go because it's not just do we buy this great studios it's now like what do we need what are the holes missing in our portfolio yeah yeah and I think that's it. Uh, a couple other, let's just put up a couple other hypotheticals out there. CD Projekt Red. I'm not, I'm not sure. Now their valuation, which is giant, is ten billion. Yeah, Holy they crap. are. I'm not. Wow. I'm not sure that that gives you. And I think they only that's have a three. Very, I know their IPs are not. <laughs> I'm going to look up what, uh, like everything. They I think own. they have three, four games. They have Witcher one, two, and three. They have the Witcher card game, and then soon to be Cyberpunk. So they almost have five games. Yeah. At a ten billion dollar worth. Just to see, just to see, I'm going to pull up. Keep keep talking. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure. Like that, if you go after them, that's a very, very long-term play. <laughs> I don't think there's an immediate, I don't think there's an immediate gain there. Witcher and Cyberpunk. But they wouldn't be exclusive. They would be on Game Pass. I'm but, just saying that's their IPs. Oh, oh, that's their IPs for the, yeah. yeah that's Witcher it. and Cyberpunk. And they're worth 10 billion. It shows how successful they are, right? <laughs> oh like, my gosh. Wow. Wow. So I don't I don't know that that the wow. the only other <laughs> like impressive. western western one that I do think would be giant and would be legitimately huge uh and an immediate result is Take 2 Interactive which would be Rockstar Take 2 Interactive is 19 billion <laughs> and I think Gearbox is that might make uh that guy kind of angry What about Bandai Namco? Bandai Namco another yeah, yeah uh, Japanese they have a there. lot of IPs they've got a lot of IPs there Dark as well. Souls Ooh. from from software from yeah. software yeah. yeah I mean there's that's exactly the type of stuff that you would be getting um, Take Two I think would be would be a big get that one would be the only one outside of like a Japanese one that I does, think makes does Take Two sense. own Gearbox probably I don't know I think they do which is Randy Pitchford which would be really funny if they bought take two and then Randy Pitchford because he's like really I don't know why but he seemed like remember he was like really upset yeah he was in that bad mood that day that was so funny he was just I think someone took his sandwich for lunch or something and he was just in a really bad mood yeah what if now what if they pull the rug out from now this is all hypothetical we're speaking hypotheticals I think it's fun to review this stuff this is just a theory I do think it's likely to go after we're going to see more purchases whether they're on this big of a scale I don't know but it is fun to talk about uh, how about ready for this Ubisoft nine billion? I don't CD know. Project Red is bigger than Ubisoft. Yeah, we, I mean you can double well, check. CD this Project is... Red is bigger than Square Enix. <laughs> that blows my mind. 
I have no, I have no like, you know, reference. Bound, yeah, boundary or, or reference on power level at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> CD Projekt Red owns two IPs, Witcher and Cyberpunk. Yeah, and Cyberpunk's not even power. out yet. <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be the power levels uh, all over the map here. It's got to be the sales, and they might. I wonder if they have investments in like, do they have an ownership stake in The Witcher? They might. And so, well, like, they bought know, the rights to. Remember, the game. they yes. bought the rights by giving the the author a so, bag I mean, of money. You're looking yeah. at. They've also got television. I think Netflix, where's like, where's CD got, Project Red from? Their government backs them, so they have <laughs> yeah, that. Well, they stole uh, <laughs> the Arma guys. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Bohemian. Yeah, Bohemian Inter- Interactive. They. So I don't know why. Ubisoft, you instantly gain. You're getting Assassin's Creed, which is all their you're games are already Creed, coming. You're anyway, Rainbow you know Six. I mean? You're getting For Honor. You're getting uh, Ghost Recon. Mm-hmm. You're getting Rabbit, the Rabbits game, Rayman games. You're getting. You're getting a lot of games. Are, Watch Dogs. I, I don't know why, but Ubisoft. Valhalla, Ubisoft doesn't seem like. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a big. Per, like I don't think they would buy Ubisoft. Like even if yeah. it's a, yeah, I know it's hypothetical, but I just I don't. Because you're getting all those games anyway, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's not a lot of games there that, like, go exclusively. I guess like, with other ooh. companies, you're getting all those games anyway. But I, I don't know. I feel like Ubisoft or Ubisoft. Yeah, the rumor is. <laughs> I mean, Ubisoft I would, or Ubisoft, I would buy them just to in fact, nail down what new let's, business. Let's pull that up. Just type in uh, rumor Sega Microsoft and let's show off. Guys, go, go look it up for those of you listening. And you can see the tweet that everyone's basing this rumor off of. And this rumor, I mean, it seems like the right thing. And just go like images. Okay, okay. Pulling it up. Pulling it up. Maybe they're just making oh, right a new there. Sonic. Uh, right, oh, that right there. That is it. This is what Sega tweeted out. Uh, we're going to pull this up. Just, just Google it, and you can look at the tweet that that has caused the rumor. Of will Microsoft be buying Sega? Maybe it was just for that controller. That and oh well, did you see the other one where they took the blue from the new controller and compared it to the blue to Sonic, <laughs> yeah. and it was the exact same shade of blue? Yeah, yeah. And so this they they tweeted this out, and it's a girl in front of a box, clearly going X, and people are, are like, "Are those is, the uh, what is being hold on. What is being done here? Is hold this, on, is this a signal? Are they signaling something?" If you notice, you really got to look deep into these pictures. The the Game Gear Mini is on the desk. Maybe the Game Gear Mini is coming to a <laughs> America under, would, under Microsoft's dude, that's huge they would instantly get the Game Gear Mini <laughs> it is I see it it's down on the bottom it be, left corner it would be packaged with every Xbox purchase a Game Gear Mini yeah it comes with it yeah. oh man the keychain Game Gear <laughs> That would be awesome can we I wonder if people have zoomed in to see like what's on her notepad and stuff like that that she has up there I mean that's pretty. I have to step closer to the screen. To that's see. that's pretty. It would be obvious. pretty. That's pretty, you know that's a pretty. Bl- unless she just falls asleep like that in the office and they were just joking around. They were just with messing her. with her. Like, look, <laughs> how this, she, look how this crazy lady falls asleep. She's got a Dreamcast keychain like thing that says Dreamcast yeah, yeah. on the side. So. What about her notes? What are her notes there? Are we able to see? I'll look closer. Yeah. Let me look at the address on the box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> says like Redmond, Washington or something. Or? I believe that is a Windows computer she's using on the oh, right. Oh, that is. I, I, I think that is. might be a Surface. It totally yeah. is. It's a Surface. You can see how those rumors start, <laughs> right? Like how the conspiracy theories start. Oh, Anyways, man. that's a lot of fun. Who knows? Who knows if that's going to happen? I think we are going to see a big purchase again on the same size of Bethesda, but it's complete conjecture. Like that's completely just for fun right i mean so we'll see i wouldn't doubt it with with what we've seen anything's in the works let's get to some questions real quick dark knight writes in and says boy oh boy bros what a week we've had so excited about the news that dropped this week and chilling in line with other gamers for series x talking about it just gave me this feel-good vibe gotta ask with the acquisition of bethesda studios what ip are you most excited to see come exclusively 
to the Xbox ecosystem. Jordan, let's start. I am really curious to see because I mean, I, I mean, we don't. Know, I mean, like they said in the tweets, all future games, Starfield, Fallout, all the you know case by case basis for other consoles. I mean, I, who knows what they're gonna do? I'm I'm just more so interested to see what happens with fallout and elder scrolls those are the two big ones yeah i mean if they make those two exclusive to the xbox family who yeah man i'm think at this point i'm most excited for starfield just to see what it is and if this is like a new grand master yeah you know master i think it's ip then i'm most excited for that i like the idea of space rpg in space i think it's going to be skyrim and Mass Effect. Beyond that, another a really underrated game that I actually jumped back into this week after this announcement uh, is Evil Within. Mm. Very underrated. Very, very good. Like, very, very good. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, I don't know come. if it was underrated. I just don't think we played it. Well, it's critically acclaimed. Well, I mean, it's, cri- I mean yeah. it's critically acclaimed, but didn't it's not like a big seller. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by underrated. Super triple A. Spicy, right? how about you? Uh, what IP are you most excited? So to I'm trying to. I, I want to get like the deep stuff because id software has wolfenstein i'm looking at commander keen and commander i remember right that there. when i was on a the kid. nintendo yeah <laughs> baby in his little spaceship yeah i love that game that was when i was a little kid can you imagine oh do we can see it on your list you have quake there which is also now that's a very popular pc game what yeah. if they brought that back to the console with another console version they could you know i mean that's pull quake out yeah well and especially quakes like styles getting more popular with uh so some of the games that are mm-hmm, coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, that, what's that game you were playing? Hyperscape. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's very quake. Very quakeish, right? So, um, uh, I don't know, David. Lots. You know what? There's I'm, a lot of IPs here that blow my mind. So, uh, Fallout. Fallout, yeah. an exclusive Fallout. Wow. Holy smokes. Well, now you've got under Microsoft Studios Obsidian, Bethesda. The last time those guys got together. <laughs> New magic, magic happened. Magic happened. happened. This yeah. could be something that happens again. And so. of course, like uh, any Sky or yeah, any Elder Scrolls game, right? So yeah. great. There's a lot. Of, great question, Dark Knight. Thank you very much for writing in to submit a question. You can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X one bros. Just hit the join membership button and then you can submit a question on our community tab. Phantom Philly G writes in and says after the Zenimax deal, what would you most like to see from the new Microsoft Studio teams and the new IPs? Maybe id Software could do a first-person shooter focusing on the UNSC from Halo. Can or mach- imagine or a, machine a, games. a Doom Halo? A Doom yeah. Halo? <laughs> or Machine Games could make a Gears game. Anything is possible. I think this is a fantastic question, Phantom Philly. What crossover? You don't think of it that way because technically... Now that Microsoft owns them and kind of calls the shots, they can say, okay, Obsidian, you're working on the new Fallout game. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Bethesda, you're working on this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we want it dirty. Let's, let's doomify Halo. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I mean, he's already got the suit. He's got the suit. It's almost the same suit. Maybe they got. Maybe they made this purchase just so they can take Doom elements and put it in Halo, <laughs> the new Halo. Well, because, you know, the. What is the guy, the, the main, the protagonist? The Doom Slayer? The Doom Slayer. He could be a shock trooper. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could totally could go places like, with that. Hey, he's not a Spartan, but send him in. <laughs> like, seriously, like, he gets out of the shower. <laughs> do, 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 do. You know? And have him voiced by Nathan Fillion and just have the whole universe of Halo. There get- is one thing that I would like to see, which is probably not on people's list, but it's on my list. I would like to see them take the Elder Scrolls online and finally... Halo it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and finally make it cross-play and cross-save between Xbox and the PC. And if you want to, you can throw PlayStation in there, too. But Because right now, there are three separate yeah, servers. Yeah. I mean, it's so archaic having three separate servers. And so, nowadays, I mean, so come on. Come on. I mean, cross-play, cross-progression on Elder Scrolls from PC to Xbox. I, that's what I want. Yeah. I agree. I want it. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't take because uh, Beast in chat says, "Don't mess with my Halo." My Halo. <laughs> and I no, agree. But no, it wouldn't I, be the main series. Yeah, I agree. It, imagine like the Shock Trooper games that they come out. Yeah, with, well, you know yeah. What I mean? and that's what uh, Halo ODS Doom. ODS Doom. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what that's what Phantom Philly says. Like uh, focusing on just the UNSC from Halo, right? That's so what like I would Marine, like if you like just, a side. Well, even his helmet, the you know the. The Doom helmet is kind of Halo esque, mm-hmm. and you know, like not a not a Master Chief or not anything like you know, or maybe it's a story focusing on the Banished. You're playing as the Banished, and that would fit in with Doom because they're kind yeah. of you know, they're kind of mean, both, both jerks. But yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're mean. Because they're, they're kind both of mean. They're yeah. all mean. Yeah. And then we could have somehow in the universe a fortress in the sky where you hang out. <laughs> I actually think what makes more, you know, I actually think what makes more sense uh, is a Gears style game with Doom esque mechanics like that. Well, that's first person, person though. How would you do? Because just make it first person. First person. But that's not Gears. Dude, that's Doom at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what he just right, called uh, Doom. Brian that's F. An amazing. Great question, Phantom Philly. Uh, Brian F. writes in out of the same vein and says, A couple weeks ago, I asked what, if anything, was missing from Microsoft's first party games. And I believe the consensus was that it was first and third person story driven games. He says, With the acquisition of Bethesda, that seems to be fulfilled, especially as the lineup comes to fruition in the coming years. So I asked the question again. What now is missing from the game genres in Microsoft offerings? And I, I do think it's JRPG? JRPGs, yep. Japanese style games. And again, we've seen Microsoft be aggressive with them. Look, they went and got Crossfire, That's big true. Japanese game. Yeah. They went and got Fantasy Star, another big Japanese game. Then we go over to uh, uh, Square Enix. They're, they're all those yeah. Final, Final Fantasy Fantasies games come now coming on Game Pass, right? Yeah. I, I, I think I don't first know. I think party they're, Japanese They're titles. building relationships. First party Japanese titles is where that's the next step. Yeah. I think that's what's missing now. I think we're I think we're set with everything else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Spicy, anything else to add to that? No, if they purchase like a Bandai Namco or a Sega or anything over there, then any any of those guys that do like the JRP style, that's that's it. But we also have like Fable, you know, stuff that yeah. We should be getting soonish, yeah. right? Next holiday, maybe. And, and that's not JRPG. That's very Western yeah. RPGs, right? But it's still. What if Bethesda now- starts working on Fable? <laughs> <laughs> A Doom Fable. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about, what about this guy? So I know, I know, uh, it's already you know. I think they've already talked about that they're not purchasing this studio, but I mean, who really knows? They're not going to tell you the truth until the day of, right? What about Platinum Games? Maybe we get a little resurgence of Scalebound. Maybe. Now, I know they've already talked about, there's already there's been a lot of articles, not so much recently, but before, how Microsoft is not going to buy Platinum yeah. Games. Now, this was, I think most of those articles were last year, but 
Maybe a little resurgence of uh, Scalebound. Perhaps, yeah, maybe. That would be cool. That and was a I think very Platinum, Japanese game. Platinum does near Automata. Oh yeah, don't yeah. they? I mean, I, these are these are big games. Near Automata is one that I I believe Platinum does that. I may there, be wrong. Sitting there on my uh, you know home screen waiting I think, to play. I think a Square Enix purchase would seal the deal. Yeah, that would Although, be jaw dropping. Now, uh, next now knowing that they can just casually afford Nintendo. My uh, my friend I mean, that my be. friend my friend said it feels like it feels like it's it feels like politics. He was like it feels like politics now. Like Xbox just flipped some red states blue or blue yeah. states red with this purchase that I have to make my decision yeah, yeah. on. I no, you got to get the swing states. You know, you, you got to get, get the, the swing states. Yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it made me laugh. That that made me laugh. Well, that's the thing. Like Microsoft's going into the home state. Yeah, you know? they're going in and saying, hey. We're getting some new people here. Yeah, they're going. If Sony's doing that to us, we're, <laughs> we're doing we're going it to in. them. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the Bethesda talk. Let's jump over. This was a big week because this was pre-order week. Mm. Let's talk about pre-orders. Our experience pre-orders. Were we able to get pre-orders? We were all able to get a pre-order. We spent about four hours all on Discord, uh, in which I had to make I had to make a life decision. Oh, I had to make one. My wife uses my office for work. <laughs> She's a mental health counselor, so she has to meet. And it's not like something like she can just she has to do it. And I said, no, <laughs> she came in. It's time to work. I was like, sorry, you got to we got to get a babysitter for your kids. I've got to do this. And I wasn't planning on it, but it's because we had got ours. But then we were trying to get spices like there was one missing because yeah, I was. Remember how he's like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Uh, it, it caused a little bit of a rift in my house. And David was pissed <laughs> that. Well. I it's that damn target target oh, screwed target. me up yeah target because they were like they were baiting me yeah. you know they totally baited me the bait and switch I had I had Best Buy up I had Walmart up I had Target up I had Amazon up and I had Microsoft up those were my, my big players yeah. right and I had gone in and I made all my accounts updated with all my cards and I was signed in into all of them and right when it hit I went in to try to get all on all of them the the boxes right and the only one that allowed me to put it in the cart was Target. Target. Everyone else yeah. like crashed. Yeah, so same. I was like, okay. And it says it's in my cart. Anyways, I go to my cart and it says your cart is empty. Yeah, it was like broken. Oh, 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 <laughs> go back. It's still there. Go back and pay. Oh! After about 45 minutes and Discord, by the way, everyone on Discord, our whole community, you guys are awesome. Dude. I felt like we were Wall Street executives calling each other and say the deal's over here go to this website Dude, everybody the deal's in over discord here. everybody was in discord saying go here go here i just got one here boom and everybody's going there <laughs> oh it was insane and we're all in chat together live talking uh you know voice chat we were doing the voice chat on on discord yeah and it was totally oh my gosh that was one of the most stressful moments of my life it trying was to purchase so them. stressful i think spicy made this point and this was planned ahead of time. So, oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my stressful thing, and then we'll talk about Spicy's point that it's 2020, and how 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 are we not preventing I don't know bots from getting stuff right? Well, like, that's the, that's the big one. I think I can think of some solutions, but I don't know how hard it is, it is to hey, implement them. If we can put a man on the moon, <laughs> we can prevent bots Just from stealing all the Xbox. How, well, because it's we need to do it by some sort of um, well, with Xbox, for example. They have an account-based system where you know that they have Xbox Live. You know, like even when Mixer was around, you could not chat and chat unless you were a verified Xbox user, sure. basically, right? With that in place, you can totally, with your current user base, say, 
Okay, you have to you have to sign in under your Xbox account if you do not have one. Come early, make one, and then we will send out links, private links to buy them if you're interested, right? And those are yeah. real people. Those aren't bots. Your Xbox Gold members get first dibs if they want. First one. dibs, yeah. exactly. And then two forms of ID. That'll make yeah. It's just the bots, man. It's the damn bots. They screw up everything. Oh, yeah, like and it's so easy to make best, them. Like Best Buy, we all sat there for that extra hour because it didn't go live. The minute it went live, sold out. And it's like, well, bots. And that was what happened, bots for the PlayStation 5 as well over there. So anyways, our experience, Jordan was laughing because I was swearing. I was yeah, so, my experience was actually fairly smooth. I was so was actually, I, we Perfect. Both, both Jordan and I, Microsoft store. Boom. Get there. Boom. Get it right away. In my cart. Yeah. Screen loading. Jordan's like, I got it. I got it. I'm in my cart. I'm I checking it out. I had and a my, theory. And my screen yeah. is still loading. And then it goes blank. It goes like, bloop, yep. like white. And I'm sitting there like. Oh my! And I was, what you swore, said. I was so pissed. Yeah, that's what you said. There you was were some really f bombs being yeah, dropped. You were really mad. There was. was I funny. was screaming. <laughs> Jordan's just like, "Well, I got. I'm checking out. Boom! I'm done. I got. Yeah, it. I had a strategy. And so then, what I did is I opened a new tab because this was the Series X. It like froze. The screen froze. Loading. I was like, "Shoot! I didn't get it." So I opened a new tab. I went back in. Series X available or Series S. So I hit the Series S. Boom! There, it loads right into my cart, no problem. But then my other one comes up. The X is there as well. So I hit refresh on both of them. Boom. I've got Series S, Series X. Check out. Because I was thinking, well, I got them both. both. Check out. Got them both. It was the most stressful 10 minutes. It was really like, I know what Wall Street guys feel like now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they burn out. Like two yeah. years. But it's it, it's also exciting at the same time. Oh, it you know, exhilarating. It's the thrill. And the when the you nab that, because I I got it I got mine on Amazon, so hopefully they don't f me over. Like seriously, they've done it in the past. It's probably gonna happen again. <laughs> but I eventually somebody in Discord was like, Amazon's open, and I will check it. Click click click. Got it. Got an order number and everything. Amazon traditionally in the past has gone and said, but the day before, oh we're out of stock. Uh, we won't get yours for seventy days from now. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. But I feel okay-ish. Yeah, I think yours is legit because of what happened, right? Because they took it off after. They took it off, went on, took it off again. And so I think yours is legit. I think Jeff Bezos we'll made some calls. I think the best and smartest, I know Dark Knight did, I know Loyal Doyle did, I know a couple people in the community did, was going in person and just making sure you were the first one in line. Yeah. That's always good. At GameStop, GameStop was the only, I think, in person that you could do. Um and that that was that. So I would. I think that's the best. That's probably what we should have done. And but I see. I didn't realize. They I were still gonna, got mine though. Well, if the pages didn't crash, we would have been fine. Yeah. But every true. single store, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, everything crashed with the with the stupid checkout process. Yeah. We put. Can a, you pre-order a pre-order? <laughs> <laughs> I want to pre-order my pre-order. I want to get a fast pass for pre-orders. Pre-ordering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know MMA. Uh, he was able to get one but the one this is smart of GameStop. i gotta give it to him but he was pissed because the only one he was able to get was a bundle and they bundled it with headset controllers at GameStop. so we had to pay way more and i was like <laughs> i was like dude just sell it just sell yeah. it yeah yeah sell the extra excess stuff so we did we put up a we put up a post another poll on our youtube community two tab. polls uh again to be notified for these subscribe to us on youtube youtube.com forward slash x1 bros and hit that notification bell were you able to pre-order the Series X and S? And this is fascinating because we got a few yeah. hundred. This is a few hundred people that responded to this. Yes, fifty percent. No, fifty percent. Exactly. Half. Exactly half of those that responded were able to get the pre-order. Now I wonder in these no's if there was no's from people who weren't even interested in the pre-order. 
probably could have worded that question better. But still, the fact that half got and half didn't, that shows the crazy and zaniness. Mm-hmm. That is 2020 and pre-ordering in 2020. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm actually really surprised that Microsoft, with the power of their servers, had their even their site slowed and chugged. It did. Yeah. Well, what's funny because we're it's sitting basically there, like a we're planned hitting, DDoS attack. It's yeah. basically yeah. it, well, we're it's exactly there, what it is. Hitting, <laughs> F, hitting F5 up to the time of release, and it's just refreshing right away. Refreshing right away, and then like Jordan said, oh, it's taking longer, and boom, you knew it. Right when that clock right went, when all the bots are going in yeah. there. Boom! It it took longer, and everything slowed way down, and and that's how that worked. Pre-orders are here, everybody. For those of you that didn't, like psychotic in chat says, I didn't. Sadly, there w- I be- there's going to be opportunities. We will keep our eyes open. The community and Discord mm-hmm. will keep their eyes open, and I would be I would be very surprised if you weren't able to get one on yeah. day of launch. I, yeah, I would try and go to stores on day of launch because I guarantee retailers hold a couple back just to put on the shelves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's gonna so. be it's gonna be interesting to see, but and, uh, and then just go to those obscure yeah, like places. Kmart for us, Kohl's, uh, Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, it was a fun week. What a fun and exciting week uh, that brings us. I, I even called my brother because I was panicking. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you went to the army exchange. Yeah. Yeah. My brother's in the military or was, and he has access to that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, can you get on? Can you get on the army exchange right now? <laughs> it's an emergency. He's like dropping everything. He's like, okay, what do you need? <laughs> but it was sold out even there. It was sold out even there. So, yeah. Um, that brings us to the last segment of our show right here. That's right. This is a segment where we take your questions to submit a question. You can do so each and every week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Bros. X1 Boys. The X1 Bros. Boys and Bros. Uh, first question comes from Matt. He writes in and says, what happened to the crazy intros that you used to start the podcast with? That is a great question, Matt. Those were awesome. We mm-hmm. did that for like the first uh, like 20 or so episodes. I'd say a couple. It was you like it was a year and a half. Oh, it was like a year and a half. 60, 60, 60 plus episodes. episodes. Yeah. Uh, then David just got bored. Then he just stopped. Well, what we used to do too is we used to just sit and talk. Hey, how you doing? What'd you do this week? And we adjusted to jump straight into the content. We get right in. Mm. To the meat to the and meat. potatoes. We jump in head the first. The sausages. To the deep end of the pool. <laughs> yes. And so that's that's what we do there. But maybe we'll bring some of those back. I actually completely forgot about those. <laughs> those are, Some of them are pretty funny. Until, so Matt is OG. Well done, Matt. OG. OG. Uh, we're going to we're gotta go back. Yeah, and, that's, that was year one. That was year one. <laughs> year one edition of the X1 Bros. We're going to go back and check those out. Black Knight writes in and says, Hey, bros. I've been playing some single player games recently and noticed... There are a lot of side quests in majority of games now to level up and get the next best piece of equipment. So have you ever played a game with so many side quests that you totally forget what the main story is about or what you're even supposed to be doing? I mean, there uh, are games you could line up for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, I've... Oh, sorry. Yeah. For me, Grand Theft Auto oh, yeah. was that for me because the, like, all the fun missions. The are- celebrity side quests uh, where those the old couple is going after the celebrity yeah, mementos hilarious. is hilarious. And I love doing those over some of the main missions weren't as fun as exciting mm. as that. And so that, that for me was one, but Jordan, yeah. no, I've, I've had, I mean, I think it happens in most open world games, right? Yeah. I mean like red dead and stuff like that. But anyway, no, I had, I kind of the opposite situation in the Witcher three, um, where it was like, it was a side quest that I did. And let's just call this guy Jeff. I don't know. I think I decided to help him out with yeah, his wife. I, I and then that. I think like, I think she ate him or something because okay. she was a monster. <laughs> I appreciate that. And then I killed her. So okay. it was like a really terrible situation. And then like you told the town sheriff and he was like, oh, that's you. Oh my gosh. You know? 
And I was like, okay, uh, see you later. And then I think it was like, it had to have been like months later after I'd beaten the game. I'm like playing another quest and this guy that I did a previous quest for, that previous quest like showed up and it was like, whoa, hey, I remember you. (laughs) Hey, you know, we kind of had this like moment. (laughs) It was one of those things. And one then just like there's, there's another part in The Witcher like where I saved these people and they're like, oh, thanks. We can move back in now. Well, okay, see you later. And I came back, and their town was like thriving. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did this. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. That and you're like, wow. But I mean, that's just because The Witcher was like really insane with how all their side quests and main quests all intertwined with each other. But didn't you have like in the same game, like you fought someone and then you met him on the other side of the continent and fought him again? Yeah. And like it was just. I think had- I put 85 hours into the game before I even started on the campaign. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you did like the. That's 85 the, hours. Yeah. That, that game. Well, now think about what's what cyberpunk is going to be. Oh, I can't wait. Because cyberpunk is going to be that on steroids. Hopefully. In theory, right? Like or whatever whatever compound is available at the whatever time of 2077. <laughs> <laughs> could be steroids. Could be something much yeah. power, more powerful. Yeah, this is true. Dude, it's going to be insane. Spicy, is Witcher the game for you? That we so yeah, Witcher, I'm, I'm just going to say that's my, that was my answer, but I'll take another one too. Witcher's side quests are just, they just blow your mind. There's they're that good. I don't even know where I am in that game, but I know that I'm like still like 10% game completed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, cause I haven't finished that one, but I've gone a lot. I've been 80 hours plus on the, the side quests and everything. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Yakuza cause yeah. the side quests in that game are the greatest things in my life. They're, they're so funny. I don't even know what's going on in the story. The story is incredibly complex and very serious, but uh, I look for those side quests because they make me laugh every they're, time I play. They are hilarious. Uh, Super Shocker says, I'm at the point where this man's unborn child kicks my butt six ways to Tuesday. Everybody knows that. That's I've replayed that 20 times in, in order to try to restart Witcher 3. So that's that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's- uh, Psychotics is Fable for me right now as him on side work, side, uh, Actually, side quests and Neil Dog. Uh, Skyrim's another one. I was, yeah, I was going to say that. Skyrim, because I don't think I even did the main quest until like you got level 99 and you're like, oh, well, might as well finish <laughs> the story. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think that comment was a side discussion happening, so I apologize. But yeah, Fable is a good one the, for side quests as well. The, the best mod, I mean, there's so many good mods for Skyrim. The but Thomas. Talking about, yeah, the Thomas one's so amazing. Funny. But the Fuzro Da, where instead of shouting, you bend over and point your butt at everybody <laughs> and they get blown off the map. Oh my gosh. There are so many good there's so many good skyrim mods out there oh yeah so good uh great question black knight thank you very much for writing in neil donsworth writes in and he's also in chat here he says tell spicy he was right what all right he says the ps5 digital sales are around four disc to one digital so your theory seems to be and i actually the more i think about it people i know uh so for instance andrew who's a friend of the show uh he has a playstation podcast right he as well wanted the digital He's got connections. He's he's like on top of his game and had to go with I the think, physical. I think they were going to take some hits, and so yeah. this was a this was a strategy. It's move. Smart. That is great. That's next level businessness right there. Well, well, and maybe those digital got like sold to employees. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cut our losses, <laughs> yeah. and then in a year. They will be available, and they will be a lot cheaper to make. Yeah, Neil says, I was able to get myself a digital. He says, now a question. Given their aggressive acquisition policy, should Microsoft do Game Pass for PS5? We all know money is in the software. Oh, that's interesting to have it. And, and yeah. the, other, the other theory is Game Pass on 
Nintendo Switch as I, well. I don't think you put them there because Game Pass, I feel like, is your exclusive right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, totally like uh, PS5 is not going to put Uncharted on Xbox because it's it's there. It's what makes you come to the PS5. Same with God of War, right? I think Game Pass is their version of that. You yes. know, at right now, anyway. I mean, we know they're going to have exclusives in the future and stuff, but... You buy the, an Xbox to get Game Pass. I think the you only know? way we get there is is when we reach a point where consoles are not seen as consoles are seen now. Consoles are seen more as machines, right? Yeah. I don't I don't know if we'll ever get there. That's like having Hulu be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know that's what I mean? Point. It's well. No, furthermore, I don't, I don't know if Sony would ever let you be on there, right? Correct. I don't think I don't think that's gonna that's gonna take place. That would be funny. But like if consoles ever Xbox get to, Game Pass, well, if consoles so. ever get to this point where they're not seen, they're seen as hardware pieces to play games on. Um, they're seen more as PCs. Then you would probably get there, right? Like it's just another PC. But that defeat then that defeats the person purpose of having a console. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it I, that's a. That's yeah, I think. And, but that would be super. Talk yeah, about aggression. Yeah. That's but super I think, aggressive. Yeah. No, I think Game Pass is, is their exclusive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's their thing. That is right. a good question. Thank you very much, Neil, for writing in. Uh, super Shocker wrote in, and it's not here on our notes. Uh, but he writes in. He just wants to make a comment, and I, I I appreciate this comment. I agree with it. He says, "How is it, bros?" He says, "I just want to make a quick comment." Tuesday morning was cray cray. He says, "I was not a winner winner chicken dinner. I actually uh, didn't wasn't able to get one, but." I had a blast experiencing the pre-sale madness with the community. What a great time. You guys have really brought together a devoted group of gamers. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Super Soccer. I agree. It was. It was like at a NASA control station mm-hmm. in Discord. Everybody's throwing up like, here, I got it. I got it here. I got it here. And you're just going everywhere. And it was cool. It was a unique experience. It was totally. Experience. We were Wall Street junior executives going yeah. over over there over there the, the, the community everybody everybody was <laughs> there's two available over there go everybody was simultaneously trying to get their own and helping out each other right yeah. like it was it was so good and it was it maybe was so i mean maybe fun. they were sending us to the wrong place yeah, oh on it's purpose. on target go <laughs> on purpose. Go, go there now <laughs> i believe that's against the law on wall street <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah, market well, manipulation man <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was a blast. I agree with you, Super Stalker. Well, we were even, I, I think, like Ronan and and NK and just a whole bunch of people in chat were saying stuff like, "What you got to do is go on the app, like on Best yeah. Buy, yeah. turn off your Wi-Fi, yeah. stay on the cellular network, and it works. You and can it get works one that way, yeah. Uh, Which is really interesting. Well, I wonder then, why. And then, I think I have theories. Tell me your theory. I think um, the app with that doesn't allow to talk to their inventory quantity. So I think, I think it was making it so it could, it it didn't talk efficiently. Yeah. So it said one was available when in reality it might not. Yeah. I think that's my theory. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was, it was super fun. What's interesting is last console launch was before the X one bros existed. We knew we were going to do it. It was our first one that we went on console, like two places and it was a blast. It was a unique experience. This well, one is going to be. I will give you that. This one is going to be <laughs> next level because, <laughs> because I wouldn't necessarily call it a good experience, but it was definitely unique. Yeah, that's true. Be- this one is next. I mean, it level was fun for an hour. Because <laughs> before ever before we realized well, we were in best, a riot zone. The best is they brought in pizza. Like two boxes, two boxes <laughs> for like five hundred people from Caesars, from Little Caesars. You know, it's just like they they like hey, go to the drive thru and just get as much as you can. Yeah, they didn't even up it to Domino's. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, 
No, but uh. this this launch cycle with just the community and friends, and it's just a whole other experience that really enhances it. So thank you for yeah. every, everybody for being a part of the community. Super <clears> fun. <throat> Andrew Courtney writes in and says, I got my Series X and my Seagate expansion. Ooh. Oh, We're gonna have to talk Seagate you, expansion. Yeah, you well, dropped it. That was uh, I sold my car and I got an Xbox. This <laughs> is <laughs> so the week has been pretty good. Do you like that Microsoft went propriety with their uh, SSD expansion? He says I do, but I think I understand more than the average consumer. Uh, of the point of this ensuring consoles gaming performance stays the same. Mm -hmm. Also, please tell people why this costs so much. Uh, sure. If I see one more comparing it to a fifty dollar uh, hard traditional hard drive, hard disk drive, I'll lose my mind. It's a different technology. Also, PS5 players, yours won't be cheaper. The cost of SSDs this fast is at a premium right now. This is a fantastic point, and I appreciate you bringing this up. Mix spicy. Will you take this one? Uh, so let's. Well, first let's talk about the price. Thank you very much, Andrew Courtney. Let's talk about the price. The price is two hundred and twenty dollars. Twenty, right? Yeah, two twenty for for one terabyte. Right now, uh, Seagate is the only one uh, doing it. They are being produced by more providers uh, or more production whatever companies. What uh, are the sizes on that? Just there will be more sizes. There's only one right now at one terabyte. Sure, at two hundred twenty dollars. So a lot of people. Wow, that's a lot. But that's the price of this type of technology. Uh, before we go to spicy and wide set price, let me just talk, let me just review the difference on this. Again, we, there was a YouTube drip video that dropped on our channel. Make sure you go subscribe to it. YouTube.com forward slash X one bros showing you the difference and why, if you're going to get it, where the benefit lies in getting this proprietary, uh, external hard drive. So you can use your current external hard drive that you have on your Xbox one that will store your games that will play all your Xbox one games and all your backwards compatible games. If you want to be able to play directly from external storage, Xbox Series X games, meaning games that have enhancements, enhancements, ray tracing, speed, higher graphics, etc., you do need the their new SSD or hardware uh, from Seagate, which is 220 for that one terabyte. That's the difference there. Uh, do you need one if you're if you're willing to transfer your game from you can still store it You just got to transfer it to internal in order to get that benefit and you can uh, do it that way You can make that decision from there why they're two hundred and twenty dollars though Is because of this next technology spicy. Why don't why don't you review that sure. price right now for everybody? Um, okay, so keep in mind. I'm not a mechanical engineer but I have, in order to work with video footage that is 4K and 8K in my own work life, I've had to understand a certain type of technology, which is like the NVMe uh, M.2 hard drives, uh, because uh, they are the really the only hard drives that you can deal with the speed necessary to edit and render at uh, 4K and HK. You can do that with... Uh, RAID zeros and certain RAID um, hard drives out there, but uh, that's not feasible on consoles. And RAID zeros are kind of scary in certain things for uh, backups and everything. Anyways, so you can get that. Those just take like seven drives, eight drives, nine drives, ten drives, all in one big box to get the kind of speeds you get from the M.2 NVMe style hard drives. Why they're different is because um, they basically, and this is my understanding, they basically have a direct communication with the CPU. Um, traditionally, 
it had to go around certain, let's call them highway points, uh, on your motherboard, on a PC, they had to go through th- certain directional highway points, certain roads, we'll call them roads, to get to the thinking part of the processor, right? That, like the computation stuff. Um, one guy, maybe someday, years ago, said, why don't we just treat it kind of like RAM? Because RAM, what RAM does is it's ready access memory. It makes it so it's readily accessible to your PC at any given time. So they basically made these roads connect the hard drive to the CPU without having to go around everywhere, right? This is not the case with USB. USB is a different type of communication. Um, This is not the case with other things. Um, So that the hard drives were built in a very specific way that on the motherboard of whatever you know hardware you're looking at communicates with the CPU in a different way to guarantee those speeds. Now these speeds, traditional hard drives, uh, a lot of them have spinning parts. This does not. Like flash memory, it's very. There's no spinning parts, so it can access it quickly. Um, why they're expensive is because they're newish. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I want people to do a, just an experiment to go look on Amazon or Newegg and stuff and look at good brands of M.2 uh, NVMe hard drives that are one terabyte and see what prices you get. This is not just exclusive to, uh, you know, consoles. The, the Xbox or this the is, PlayStation for this is This is just the nature of these hard drives. It's a newish technology. It's been around a couple of years now, but it's still very new. And it's the way that they are built that makes them very complicated and very fast. I mean, we're talking your, your traditional SSDs. Like, I'm not talking about the, the M.2 NVMe SSDs. Like, your traditional, like, Samsung's. They run at uh, optimally good ones run at like 450 megs per second or yeah, megs per second. Um, the old hard drives, like your SATA drives, a good one will run at about a hundred ish, 120 ish. Um, the old one, like Jordan had on his PC about a year ago, would run at 10. I don't know why he had that on <laughs> yeah, his that computer. Was, well, because I just kept like, ah, I can still use it because he kept <laughs> upgrading from other compute memory. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. So these run at 2,500 to 3,500 because of how they are built specifically for the motherboard that they are on and how they communicate to directly to the CPU and other parts. Yeah, so think how fast an SSD drive is in comparison to a uh, traditional hard drive. And you're doubling the speed of an SSD. You're not even doubling it. You're like quadrupling the speed. It's sure. that much of a difference. It's it's an extreme speed uh, increase for sure. And in order to get games to play a certain way, like look at Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation. What they're what they're showing that it can do. Look at um, oh the game the, that the medium the medium. medium perfect. Look at what those can do. Those games require that speed input. It's not a matter of well why can't my hard drive just work? It should just work. No, it needs those bandwidth speeds or it just won't run. Just like yeah. my PC for editing needs those speeds or I can't I can't push play and watch these videos run because there's a read write that needs to take place. Uh, the highway needs to be very fast and very wide for all this data to, for the, the bandwidth to go through for these games to play properly. Yeah. So I know that was probably really boring for a lot of people. Um, but it's basically the, the long answer is, you need those speeds to play the new games, and you can't get that well, I, on old hard yeah, drives. Yeah, well, I think the assumption is that because it's proprietary software that Microsoft is gouging us, right? Or that PlayStation is going to be gouging us because of that. 
And that's just not the case. It's just the price right now because, like you said, it's newish technology. I think what these consoles are doing is mainstreaming it. So over the years, this price is going to go down. Just like SSDs were super expensive at first, just like multiple terabytes of uh, hard drive space was really expensive at first, those prices start to go down. I mean, like when I built this PC, my current editing PC that requires that kind of bandwidth, I think I bought a 400 gig hard drive. So, But it's an NVMe... Uh, M.2 hard drive. I bought a 400 gig one for 300 bucks, 350 bucks. And that was a year and a half ago that that's 400 gig. That's why I asked you how big, just to verify how big they were at the beginning. This is a one terabyte at 220. So it's relatively comparable in price that what you can get on the market. You can probably get some cheap ones that aren't Samsung that aren't, you know, for your PC for cheaper. But, uh, but the price is relatively competitive i think at 220 for one terabyte i think that's right around how much it seems like a fair price right and i think uh and it's required to play these games for it right so it's required to play at the level that you want if you're playing you can play from your hard drive but just keep in mind if you're playing it from your your current external hard drive you're going to be experiencing an xbox one one version of that game yeah, yeah, it's the Xbox. Basically, if you plug in your 3.1 USB, yeah. one terabyte hard drive, you're going to be playing it as the Xbox One version, not the enhanced version for your X. I think what we're all doing at first is probably going to be using our external hard drive and just seeing, because if you think about it, you're only you're only playing a handful of games regularly and seeing what how transferring between works. Uh, that's something that that I think a lot of people are going to be doing. And then yeah. if you need to buy it, you can jump in. And so, buy it. so what I plan on doing, um, I plan on not getting the uh, attachment. Yeah, I have a one terabyte in the box. Which, by the way, think about just the hard drive, not the GPU, not anything else. Xbox is probably getting a good deal, but they're still probably paying two hundred bucks for yeah. the hard drive yeah. in a three hundred dollar system. Oh yeah. Like think about what they're taking a loss on this, right? Um what I plan on doing is I plan on having my whole library on my eight terabyte <laughs> crappy hard drive and whatever game I decide to play that's my current I have the current games that I play, I'll just transfer them because you can do that. You can just say, pull this one from this hard drive, put it on the main hard drive, and I'll play this game for a couple weeks. When I'm done, I'll move it back and then grab yeah. grab another one, right? Yeah. So, How fast do you think that, how long that take to move? So it's a, re- it's a read-write, right? So um, it obviously depends on the size of the game. But if your external hard drive is a 3.1 um, and it's like a 3.1 USB, which is what I have on there, It'll probably transfer at 120. Um, if you have a faster hard drive, like an SSD, like we had Oyens, yeah, mm-hmm. they they they're built for speed. Those are the traditional SSDs. Those run at about 450 megs per second. It that'll be four times as much, right? But um, but if you, it depends on the direction because read write. But it would prob it'll be fast faster. It's about the same size, same time as downloading it. Mm. Um, if you have really, really fast internet, so you'll have to, it depends, it it depends, but yeah, yeah. great question. Uh, thank you very much (laughs) for writing in, uh, Fitzy has a question. He says, happy Friday, bros. He said, so with the first round of pre-orders done with now, I was able to pick up both a series S and series X. Ooh, congratulations. Nice. My question is now, what should I do with the S as I bought it? Because at the time it was all I could get. 
He says, I'm torn between keeping it for my eight-year-old to use or just selling it to someone else. He said, my son doesn't play a lot, and if he does, it's typically on the Switch playing Fortnite. Also, on a side note, Wednesday was his eighth birthday. If you, if you guys could give him a shout-out, would be greatly appreciated. His name is Aiden. All right. And Mr. McSpicy, he wanted me to tell you he loves the outro song. Every time he hears hey, it, he awesome. starts dancing. Happy birthday, happy Aiden. Birthday, Aiden. Happy yeah. birthday. Do we have a birthday song, a birthday oh. or like a celebration song we can go for? Uh, we have a celebration song. We have a celebration yeah. song. Uh, you know, I got to find it. I wasn't prepared. This is for Aiden. Uh, happy birthday, Aiden. Yeah. Here we the go. The big eight. Yeah. Dude. Eight. Eight. Eight is a great time. It is. Eight is a great time. I remember when I was eight. Me too. Good time in my life. Good time. Used to play hockey in the street when I was eight. (laughs) Play football in the street when I was eight. It was beautiful. Happy birthday. Ah, fantastic. Thank you very much for watching, Aiden. Right. Happy birthday. Uh, So, Fitzy, to get to your question, does he keep the Series X? Does he keep it for Aiden? I know what I would do. Or does he sell it to someone else? Jordan. I would keep it. You would keep it because you got. I would just keep it. <laughs> why really, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, there's so many reasons why to keep it, and not very many to get rid of it. Yeah, uh, spicy. How about you? Keep it. I like. I mean, I'm with Jordan on this one, but if you need to, s- I mean, I would keep the X. Yeah. But uh, but for his for Aiden, I would. It's Aiden's, keep it. It's Aiden's birthday. Aiden. Aiden, it's your birthday. Keep it. Happy I mean, birthday. I would. I, we advise Fitzy to keep it. I've, yeah. I actually am really fond of the design of the S. I would just put it up somewhere. Don't even plug it in. It just is. Keep beautiful. it as like a like a knickknack on your mantelpiece. It's like a nice little. Because yeah. half the time people don't know what those are anyway. They're just all abstract. <laughs> yeah, know. You know. It's so it's like conversational abstract, piece. Like abstract <laughs> art. Hey, uh, have a seat. Would you like something to drink? Put it. Oh, this is my Xbox. <laughs> yeah, put it in a glass case on your fireplace yeah. mantel. <laughs> Mount it like bullhorns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put it on the front of your truck. <laughs> of a grill. Uh, oh, no, I would keep it. I would keep the S upstairs as like your family box. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, where the command center is. Super is Shocker X, did a super chat and he says, give it to the boy. <laughs> give it to the boy, Super Shocker says. Thank you very much uh, for the super chat. Super Great question, Fitzy, and happy birthday, yeah. Aiden. That is an exciting time. Uh, eight. Eight years old. What a good time. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully you get what you want, Aiden. That like an uh, Xbox Series like S. Like an Xbox Series S. And get some dubs on that Fortnite. Some yeah. dubs on Fortnite. Fortnite's going to look fantastic on the Series S. And your loading screen's way faster. It'll give you the edge, actually. And it it's, it's yeah. kind of almost the same size as the Switch. There you so go. it might translate there you well. Go. It might you know? translate well. <laughs> AOG Wardog writes in and says, Hey, bros, Wardog here. He says, With the time getting closer and closer towards the console release, and as games get announced as launch titles... What launch title will you would you truly like to see? He says we've already covered Flight Simulator, oh, but is there anything much. else that you'd like to see come as a launch title? Well, I mean, Halo. like realistically, Halo. Like, realistically, Halo. realistically yeah, all of them. Realistic? I want every game that's ever going to be released. Well, there. so okay, one that they've not officially announced, and I don't think is getting uh, is not going to be a launch title, but I wish was is any any the Forza game, the new Forza mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I just called Forza. Um, that. Is just going to be such a... It's launch window, right? It's launch, it's launch window. Which who um, knows what that but is. But honestly, for a launch title, what I'm most excited for is Valhalla. I think that is going to be a fantastic... Yeah, that's my the first, 15th. It's my first Assassin's Creed game in. I've been in in a while. And uh, I think I think that's the route I'm going to take. Valhalla is my... Mm-hmm. my I think so. That's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I agree with Forza, though. Cause yeah, it would be... Forza... Is a beautiful game. It's beautiful. And you can show off a lot of beautiful things in a card game. 
and they have in the past. I mean, that was the launch title for the last Xbox One, right? So yeah, it was Forza Five, Forza Six, Forza Five. Forza 5 was. Forza 5. Yeah. Oh, that was the Top Gear one. That's when you had yeah, the three guys oh, yeah. from yeah. Top Gear. Being They'd like tell you about the track and the loading oh, screen. Yeah. Look at this. We I are. don't think you can put tips in the loading screen anymore because it's just going to be fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> Quick tip. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. I think I think mine's going to be similar to David. It's not going to be Valhalla. I think it's going to be my launch title. My personal launch title will be Cyberpunk. And I know it's not going to be enhanced for it because their enhancement patch is coming out later, but I'm just excited to not have to wait and loads yeah. loading screens. I'm excited you know I mean? like, to see what Cyberpunk is, what they're able to do with this world, and if they uh, how they up it yeah. from from Witcher and is it is it everything we expect? And, However, I am more excited for Valhalla at yeah. this point, and that's just because I think where I'm at well, mentally, and I want a game that I can get in, rape, pillage, and murder people, yeah. and get out real quick. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then get Valhalla, back to real life. Valhalla is a good one. I think it comes out on the 15th, and Cyberpunk is the 19th, so yeah. a big week. But uh, Valhalla will have the enhancements on day they one, will, right? Yeah. Whereas Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk will. will have it later. I'm just excited because the Witcher's loading times are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. can you imagine what the Cyberpunk loading times will be on the regular Xbox? or just the Series X so I'm excited just to take advantage of the hard drive true because you know I'll be able to do that at least but uh, let yeah. us end with Psychotic's question Psychotic writes in and says I got the pre-order blues like most everyone mm-hmm. I missed out on this round of pre-orders my question is two parts first part is have you ever got the pre-order on a second time around or do you just wait second part is what is your most memorable pre-order story aside from the Microsoft store riot led by X1 love you guys and thank you for all you do thank you very much psychotic and dude that sucks that you weren't able to get the pre-order yeah. there's still a chance I there's do think and I do think you're gonna be most likely to get the series s it seems like those have popped up multiple places yeah, and, yeah. and it seems like randomly you're able to get those have you ever had a pre-order that you weren't able to get initially that you got a second time around? I think the, the Scorpio, we experienced that. Yeah. Where like what we, well, didn't it, we go to, like, we like had to go in didn't person. Didn't we go to like Hot Topic at some, some mall or something? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh we, no, it was GameStop we went, next to Hot we Topic. We went to multiple GameStops in order to get... Well, that was Scorpio. the Elite. No, I that had was the Elite. Yeah, for the Elite the controller, elite. we couldn't find an Elite controller anywhere. I had to buy an Xbox to, to get the elite. Yeah. with the Elite controller to uh, to get that. And that that was at a hot topic. I'm pretty sure. Now it was at GameStop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the one. And then Same the Scorpio, thing. we had to do like different websites. That was that was crazy with the Scorpio. No, yeah, I remember when I was a kid. I've mentioned this on the show a lot, so forgive me, but. I'm telling you, Kmart had an electronics section that no one knew about. And I would yeah. go in, it would be really scary, but I would find my Zelda games there. I got one of my DSs there. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. The, you got to find those hidden gems. Mm-hmm. One of uh, the most memorable experiences for me was Titanfall. When we went to GameStop, we were in line and they had the big statues. And we were just had the normal Titanfall. But this dude walked out with the statue was in this huge box and he raises it in the air and everybody cheered. (laughs) (laughs) That was memorable. The other one that was memorable for me was Red Dead Redemption because we all got it. We all took the day off work because we wanted to do Red Dead online. Uh huh. And it yeah. just didn't work. It was terrible. So we ended up not being able to do it. But we played the campaign online. and that well, was we really played the good. campaign. So who cares? <laughs> you know what's really funny? Speaking of this, 
Um, Jordan, actually, when we were like panicking, trying to find uh, the Xbox X's, he even pulled up Circuit City. Dude, Jordan was pulling up. I think I was in sites from the Middle East. Jordan was, Jordan <laughs> like, went, I was in some weird Jordan sites. went into the dark web. Yeah, I was. I found out how to get in there. But there are some yeah. weird places I've never heard of before, but they said they had pre-orders. <laughs> they were everywhere. He went some uh, the dark, dank corners of the internet Jordan uh, went to to yeah. get this pre-order. Yeah, the psychotic. You miss every shot you don't take. This is yeah. true. Uh, this is true. Just look, man. You'll be rewarded. Well, and I think they've come out. I think Major Nelson tweeted that they're they're trying Working to get hard, more yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? So I think uh, I think honestly, I think a lot of people will get theirs on. Uh, I think Thanksgiving sales and stuff like that. That's actually where I got my Xbox One. It was sold out everywhere, uh, but I got it. The store magically had one on Black Friday, right? So I was able to stand in line and get it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, though. But yeah, you do what you can, and it's it's cutthroat. <laughs> And I do think I do think last ditch is going to be on day of going to the stores. There's going to be physical ones available. Just make sure you're yeah, first in line. I think so. And, and I think you'll be able to get one then. No problem. I think so. they hold some back just on purpose to put on the shelf. Yeah. If at all, you have to wait a week or two and then get it. Then that's OK, because that's when we get the games. So well, yeah, I, that's I true. feel that's like true. I feel like it all kind of stabilizes around Christmas again. Like it's still kind of hard to find them and they still sell out. But I think it's easier because the initial first wave has already gone, and I think they get like that other shipment in for the hardcore for wave Christmas. has passed. Yeah. So, anyways, great question. Thank you very much, Psychotic, for oh, writing in. That does us for the week. What a week this this was. This was a week of weeks to remember in the Xbox community, mm-hmm. guys. If you haven't yet, don't forget head over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. Also on Spotify, it really Isn't helps. Is it called the show. Apple Music now? Apple Music? No, it's. Just Isn't it just called, called Apple stuff? I think it's called Apple, Apple Podcast. Podcasts. Apple Podcast. Yeah. Head over there. Whatever. The Apple. Whatever. Do your job right, David. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Plug us correctly. That's right. Also, don't go forget- to Circuit City and rate us. Yeah. There. Also, yeah. don't forget to come join us on YouTube and. While the music counts us out, Jordan, oh, yeah. what are you going to be playing this week? Anything? Um, well, I actually went on an adventure. I've started watching the extended Lord of the Rings movies, oh. so four hours each. Oh. But uh, that has made me want to play a little Shadow of War. Hey, so how I is might Spellbreak, play. by the way? We didn't get to Oh, talk it's really about fun. That. I like Spellbreak Do a lot. It's kind of a, it? It's free, so why not? Yeah, I mean, it is free. It is yeah. fun doing magic in a battle royale. Yeah, it's a mage battle royale, but it was kind of like a little hidden one for me. I really like mm, it. Dirty. I like it a lot. Guys, Aiden, this outro is for you, man. This is for you, Aiden. Happy birthday. Enjoy the song. See you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.